Welcome to the Divinely Driven Results Show. My name is Elise Smith, Christian business strategist, and we get to empower you with Christian-based principles that you can grow your business with. And today is no exception. Now, I wanted to ask you guys about podcasting. Do you have a podcast? Have you been feeling that pull to start one, but have no idea where to start? And you're maybe worried about the cost of said podcast. Believe me, it can get really expensive if you don't know how to start or where to go. And it can feel really overwhelming, but it is an incredible opportunity for you to get that message out that God God has for you to share. And we have a great guest to be able to help us to really start talking about how to start a podcast for under $100 and monetize it to grow your business. So Sarah, thanks so much for joining us here. This is Sarah St. John. She is the founder of Podseam, which is a podcast production and marketing agency. So Sarah, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Oh, well, thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I have a podcast production and marketing agency called Podseam uh, and a podcast called Frugalpreneur, building a business on a bootstrap budget. And I just, I love helping people who have predominantly business owners, but especially online business owners who are using a podcast either as their business or as a way to get more exposure for their business and help market their business. Um, Cause I think we're at a point now where it's almost expected for businesses to have a podcast to kind of coincide with all their other marketing efforts. So yeah. that's, that's what I love helping people with. Oh, that's awesome. How did you get started with that? So it's interesting. Um, I, I started my entrepreneurial journey back in 08 and I had tried a bunch of different online business models and decided to write a book called Frugalpreneur about different ways to make money online and how to do it affordably. And then I decided to launch a podcast to coincide with the book as like an extra marketing lever, but it was only going to be like 10 episodes. Well, I got more leverage and traction with the podcast than the book. And I love the connections and networking. Uh, so I kept it going. I've been doing that for like three years now and about uh, over 150 episodes now. Wow. Congratulations. That is so awesome. It's so neat how God, you know, puts us on the path and then, you know, it takes us to another path that we hadn't really even thought of before, but it, it all starts with just taking that first step. So I love your story. Now let's talk about, you know, the, we've got listeners and viewers out there that are watching this and they're saying, okay, I feel it in my heart. God wants me to start a podcast. Where does someone even start with that? Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing would be to establish a niche, uh, a very specific like audience, um, because with as many podcasts that are out there now, if you're general, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna reach people very well. Um, so it needs to be very niche down. Like with my podcast, it's not, it's specifically for business owners who, want to run a business on a budget who don't have a whole lot of money to spend um so yeah finding your uh, your niche or audience and then 
you know, having a kind of clever name or something that's very descriptive. Like my name, it's cute and clever, but it's a made up word for Googlepreneur. So that's why I have the tagline building a business on a bootstrap budget. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so something that it's clear what it is. And then um, you know, creating podcast artwork that kind of pops when someone's like scrolling through a podcast app or online, something that pops and catches their attention. Um, and then, yeah, and establishing, of course, what kind of podcast do you want? Do you want to do solo episodes? Do you want to do interview style? Um, co-hosting, there's a round table, there's several different ways of going about it and you can mix and match which i actually recommend is mixing and matching kind of interview and solo um so those would be the key things as far as kind of like figuring out in your head and or on paper before actually even starting yeah absolutely and and here at divinely driven results we talk about your divine client right mm. and so if you've already got your divine client in mind for your product or your service then transfer that over to your podcast that's your audience that's your niche like we you know we believe in christian women entrepreneurs and it's so funny that there's so many people who look at that and they say, oh, like Christian women entrepreneurs, that's like super specific, but that's the key that Sarah is talking about mm -hmm. here. And then starting to determine what your show is going to be like. I mean, we love the idea of having guests on because it can multiply your reach. We always talk about stage swaps in our company is that I'm going to be on your podcast. You're going to be on mine. That way you get double exposure uh, because you'll see the advertisement when I'm on Sarah's podcast and then she'll, you'll see the advertisement when she's on my podcast. And so I think that there's so many cool ways that we can use podcasts as marketing. Um, talk to us about the financial part of it. When you say like under a hundred dollars, what, what are those things that they need to make sure that they're focused on? Yeah. So, I mean, technically you could start a podcast for free if you're on, if you have no budget whatsoever, I don't recommend really going this route, but if you wanted to, I mean, you could, you know, record straight into your phone or like with Apple earbuds, you know, with the little mic that's on them uh, and use Anchor, which is a free platform. But if you have at least $100, then I would recommend getting a mic. So the one I have is called an ATR 2100 uh, Audio-Technica. There's also Samsung Q2U. Both of those are about 60 bucks. And uh, they're USB. They plug right into your computer. Um, and then I recommend having like either headphones or like earbuds so that, because sometimes if you don't, depending on the setup, like when you're interviewing someone, the sound can come out and like echo. Mm -hmm. um, so most people have headphones or earbuds anyway, but if you don't, I mean, you can get some for I don't know, 20 bucks. Um, and so, so as far as the hardware goes, that's really all you need. And then I recommend, well, you have to have a podcast host, which Anchor is free, but I would recommend, I think there's some other free ones, other ones that have a free plan. I think Spreaker does. That's how I started. Um, I'm on Captivate, which is 19 bucks a month. Um, but 
Yeah, so you have to have a place to have your podcast hosted for the files, which then there's an RSS feed, and that's what distributes it to Apple and Google and Amazon and uh, Spotify and all of that kind of stuff. Um, But yeah, so starting for under $100, I mean, and probably I would recommend getting someone like on Fiverr for your cover art, maybe have an idea of what you want, and then... um, you know, letting someone know that and then them create a, I mean, you could do it in Canva even for free yeah. uh, either way. So that's how you would start for under hundred bucks. Love it. I know. I was just telling her that when I first started my podcast, um, I, I was, I did, ha- I had no idea how to start a podcast and I thought you had to like pay someone to start it for you. And so luckily, I mean, I was, I was contacted by uh, a radio station that does podcasts and they asked me to start my own show. And I was like, well, that's really awesome. Like what an honor. Right. Um, and then my show would be part of their, their station, but it was $7,000 to start that. And I thought that was the only way that you could do it is somebody had to like host you in that way. But there's so many simple, easy ways to do this. Like Sarah just named off a few. Um, We use Anchor. That is just, it's a really great platform to use. And like she said, it's free. Um, But there's a bunch of other ones out there as well, like Google it, right? Like Google um, podcast platforms or podcast host platforms. Is Mm -hmm. that what you would Google? Uh Yeah. Podcast hosts or actually, yeah, probably podcast host platforms, because if you Google podcast hosts, that might come up as actual people people. like yeah (laughs) exactly so so that's you know one of the things of where are you going to house it how are you going to get it out there and when I first started I was like how are they on Spotify and they're like on you know all these different Apple and all these different places well those companies will get you onto those different platforms so you don't even have to worry about it and so super super easy I I love that having a good microphone is great I do have the Samsung one Mm -hmm. that you're talking about. So um, yeah, I love it. So it can be so easy, ladies. If you are feeling called to do a podcast, just take some of the content that you already have and repurpose it. In fact, I want to hear, Sarah, what are your um, your ideas of repurposing content or creating content for your podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you already have content, let's say maybe you have a YouTube channel or you have a course or you have blog posts any of that stuff you could create uh, an audio podcast out of. Uh, But if you're starting from scratch, a good way to repurpose is to record like what we're doing. We're recording a video, which you could then put onto YouTube uh, Mm -hmm. and then take the audio from it for the actual podcast that goes everywhere. And then you could even create like little either audiograms or video like cap social caption videos that you could put that are like you know 30 seconds or a minute and put it on social media um so there's a bunch of different ways that like you could take one piece of content or one video and then even if you were to live stream the video Mm -hmm. that's even more because there's the live stream Well, what I do actually, sometimes I do this, is I'll take a recorded video and I use a a platform called OneStream Live and it allows you to take a recorded video 
upload it to their system and schedule it out to go as if it's live so that then it's as if it's live to the people viewing it and so the algorithms on social media love that and then you can communicate in the chat a lot easier that way if you're not like balancing the two um yeah so that's what I recommend as far as repurposing yeah, absolutely. And sometimes I think we get it in our head that we have to have content for every single platform or every single method that is unique to that method. Mm. And the fact of the matter is, is that we all take in information in different ways, right? You'll have your audio people who are, you know, very audio learners, right? And then you have the visual people and then you have like the people that are, you know, they want to read it, right? And so I love the tip that Sarah just gave. And that's something we do as well. And we're continually getting better at is take one piece of content. In fact, we do that with our live show. So we take, uh, we do a mix between me as like my own live show, just me as the host talking. And then we also do our guests as well. And so what we'll do is we'll take the show, whether it's a guest show or my own show, and we will create our social media content off of that, take out those pieces, like she said, create maybe like a reels or something like that around it, get that on social media. Um, and then you can do posts around that content. And that's going to really cement your ideas into your audience's mind of like a whole week around podcasts, then they're going to really get a whole lot out of that then take that piece and put it on your blog, right? And, you know, you can take something like Otter and take out the words for that and, you know, that transcript and then create a blog from it and then put it on YouTube and put it in your podcast and all those different things. Like you're probably already doing a live show or you're probably already doing a blog or you're probably already doing one of these things, creating social media posts. Why not bring it all together and then be seen on multiple platforms? Genius, Sarah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and one platform that actually makes it easy for transcripts, blogs, editing video and audio and creating audiograms and, and captions, social media like videos is Descript. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, Descript. It's, Descript. It's, it's one of my most used. Like I pay for very few things when it comes to my business, because I run it for under a hundred a month, but that's the one thing or one of the things that I actually, they do have a free plan, but I'm on the $15 a month plan and it's oh. totally worth it. <laughs> is that D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T -E -E or is it yes. D? Okay. Yeah. Descript. Uh-huh. Okay, awesome. We'll definitely check that out. I didn't know that about that either. So that's great. Well, good. Okay, so we've talked about how you can get started really easily and cheap, right? Or just that under that, that $100. And then we talked about kind of content. Let's finish off with how do you build your audience for your podcast? Yeah, so there's a few ways to do that. One way is to go on other podcasts. Some people think, well, if I have my own podcast, why do I need to do that? But the thing is, is when you're a guest on other podcasts, well, obviously they're going to have a different audience most likely and, uh, but a relevant one, you want to go on relevant podcasts. And if someone's already listening to that podcast, the chances that they'll switch over and check out yours as well, versus going onto a whole different platform. I mean, it just makes, you're going to get more listeners and subscribers that way than even posting on social media, because that involves them having to go off platform and all that stuff. So definitely being guests on other shows. Um, another way 
uh, of course, the social media and, and Facebook groups and things like that. But when, but kind of along the guest line would be, like you said, podcast swaps or even recording one episode that appears on both people's podcasts mm. or like swapping out intros or um, even featuring like working on a deal where you feature one of their episodes and your feed and vice versa. So there's like different ways, like you don't have to be just a guest on other shows. You can kind of leverage other audiences in different ways by kind of swapping out like different things with other podcasters, or even if you wanted to pay, because there are different platforms now where you can like pay to advertise like I think Buzzsprout has this now and there's a platform called audrey.io where you can pay, you know, let's say 20 bucks or something to have a, a trailer basically inserted or an ad into someone else's podcast feed, um, things like that. So really, I think that's the best way to grow is kind of leveraging other podcasts in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And I found that it's so super easy. Like when you're in maybe a women entrepreneur group or even a podcast, Facebook group or LinkedIn or something is that you can put it out there and you can say, these are the types of guests that I'm looking for. And you'll just get a whole bunch of people that will respond of like, yeah, I want to be on your podcast or, you know, however you want to do it. If this is the type of thing that I speak about, you know, how can I pour into your audience? So getting it out there, I think is huge and sharing audience Absolutely. Um, I think about the scripture uh, that talks about you don't want to put your lamp under a bushel, right? We want to lift up that bushel and really let that light show. And our podcasts are a way to be able to get our light out into the world that God has given us. And so get out there with, you know, the guests, get out there with, you know, growing your audience and getting more people listening to your, your message. But it starts with starting your podcast. And I can guarantee you ladies that the adversary Satan he is trying to stop you he's saying oh it's too expensive or it's too complicated to start a podcast but you have it in your heart I've talked to so many women they're like what are your tips on starting a podcast I'm super excited we're doing this show because I I haven't done one for this one yet but if God has put that on your heart then he will prepare a way for you and I can't tell you how many links Sarah just said in fact we'll try to have all of those links and, and anything that she recommends in the the chat notes here the podcast notes um but if if that's on your heart take that first step and do it right is that it's a lot easier than you think it is it's a lot less expensive than you think it is and it's going to be a huge impact for the message that god has given you sarah any last thoughts that you want to leave our audience with today yeah you had kind of briefly mentioned about finding guests or finding podcasts beyond yeah facebook groups things of that nature there's also a lot of platforms that are free to use like podmatch which is probably where That's we connected we <laughs> yeah and there's there's like probably 10 different ones um where you can find guests to be on your show or podcasts to be a guest on their show so i kind of wanted to touch on that a little bit since you had kind of mentioned that Absolutely. No, I think that's wonderful. If there was a message that God had you share with our audience today, what is on your, your heart that you want this audience to hear from you? 
I mean, kind of in line with what you're saying as far as, you know, it's not too expensive. It's not too complicated. Um, It may seem overwhelming, but you'll be surprised at how simple and affordable it really can be. Um, And so, yeah, if you feel led or a a calling for it to have a podcast on a particular topic, I say go for it because, you know, better now than never or better now than even later because, yeah, they're just, podcasts is growing so much um, in popularity and everybody seems to know what it is now. Everyone expects businesses to have it now. (laughs) And the longer you wait, the harder it'll be to, for your message well, you're postponing your message, first of all, mm-hmm. um, and people may need to hear that right now versus a year from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love it. So, Sarah, if people want to know uh, more about your business and what you're up to, where can people find you? Sure. So my podcast is Frugalpreneur, which just search that in whatever podcast app you listen on. Um, and then I actually, I recently released a new book called 27 ways to market and monetize a podcast. And I give that away for free, um, at podseam.com forward slash free book. That's P O D S E A M.com slash free book. Um, you can either pick the digital version or the print version there. And, um, that, that book is a little bit more, it's very more it's a small book it's short it's like 70 pages quick read 45 minutes probably um which a lot of people i think like with people don't have time to read a 300 page book anymore <laughs> um but it i i have another book called podcastpreneur which covers like the basics of starting a podcast so this is more for people who have either already started one or they haven't yet but they kind of know how to start it this is more about like marketing and monetizing it so awesome. sounds great we'll definitely go to her website we will put that in the all of the links below um and uh thank you so much sarah for being here today i feel like this is a message that that there's a lot of people who need this and you've just made it so super easy and just doable for us to do so thank you so much well thanks for having me Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us here today. We will see you next time on Divinely Driven Results.